Humanity, like all living things on this planet, is dependent on water. Each day, the world uses 10 billion tons of water to support daily life, from cooking and bathing in homes to use in factories and offices globally. To support our 21st century lifestyles, a vast and incredibly intricate system of pipes is woven underground to supply us with the water we depend on. Yet despite how vital this system is to us all, it is aging rapidly and decaying. In the course of one year, 250,000 water main breaks will co cost North America alone more than a billion dollars and leave people across the region without water. Hello and welcome to another episode of Preview of Tomorrow. I am your host, Mike Lake. In today's preview, we will learn how vulnerable our water system is as I speak with Jim Fitchett about how his company, Voda.ai, detects water main failures years before they occur, saving money and keeping the cities of tomorrow hydrated. Innovation, resiliency, discovery. Join Mike Lake, President and CEO of Leading Cities, as we explore the technologies shaping the possibilities of our future with a preview of tomorrow. Hello and welcome, Jim. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. And uh, another welcome to all of our listeners and viewers. I'd like to introduce you all to Jim Fitchett. He is the COO and co-founder of Voda.ai, a company that's cutting-edge artificial intelligence can predict the risk of failure within water pipes up to 10 years in advance. Now, if you're like me, you take infrastructure for granted, and you probably haven't spent a lot of time thinking about the water pipes that run under your streets and supply the water that comes out of your tap or fills your bathtub. Uh, until it's not running, then you pay a lot of attention to it, or until that water main has burst and, and flooded your front yard. So what is this all about? Jim, before we get into to Voda and, and the important work you're doing, um, you know, one of the unsung heroes of city infrastructure, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. How did you get involved in solving this issue of water pipe failures, and, and why is it so important? To you. Well, let me start by thanking you for having me on. I think this is a great opportunity for us to communicate to the world about what we're doing. And I've been a longtime fan of leading cities, so I'm delighted to be part of your podcast. Thank um, you. I'm I'm a serial entrepreneur. Boda is my fourth company that I've started. My third company was predicting healthcare outcomes, uh, trying to identify people at, at risk of an avoidable catastrophic health event. And we sold that company. Um, and as a hobby, I also teach a graduate course uh, in, in management. And one of my students, a guy named George Demosthenes, uh, approached me towards the end of a semester and said, you know, I work in the water industry and there's this terrible problem of infrastructure aging. Many of the water pipes in the, in the US and, and around the world are 100 years old. And uh, 
you know, they're causing uh, water loss when they break and uh, disruption and damage and economic impact, negative economic impact in cities. So he said, do you have any thoughts about how we might address this problem for the industry? Mm. And I said, well, listen, I just sold this company and if we could predict health events for humans, I bet we could predict healthy pipes. So we started the conversation and soon thereafter we started a company. And he left uh, the company he was with and we raised some money and we, in our first pilots, we demonstrated that we could accurately predict the pipes that were going to fail in the next 12 months. And because uh, we were so accurate, uh, some of our pilot uh, utilities asked us, could you go out further? And so we're now offering 12 months, 24 months, 36 months, five years, 10 years, whatever they need for their planning purposes. But the 12 month window is important for operations because those are the folks that deal with uh, mm. these catastrophic failures um, that, you know, flood business offices and streets and disrupt traffic. And there's a lot of problems uh, with, uh, with water main breaks. So we're now uh, operating internationally. We're seeing the problem as a global, global problem um, in the U.S. alone, there are about a thousand water main breaks per day, mm. thousand per day, uh, and many of them are in cities. And so uh, it's a very real problem. Think about the, the lost water that's already been sourced and treated and distributed. I mean, that's expensive. It adds to greenhouse gas emissions to do all that sourcing and treating. Um, and um, there's an expense associated with these pipes. They never break during normal working hours. It's almost, it's almost, <laughs> Isn't that always the case? Right. At night or on the weekends, so overtime pay is involved. And, of course, uh, the cities have to bear the burden of paying for that damage you know, the, the the building, the owners are going to go after the city for the failed pipe. So it's... Not to mention the general inconvenience. Exactly. Disruption exactly. of service, as I, as I mentioned. I mean, when you want it, when you turn that water on for a shower or to, you know, boil a pot of water for dinner, I mean, you expect that something's coming out of the faucet. Exactly. And if you can't get to your office because your street is flooded or your building is flooded, I mean, there are economic impacts as well as uh, service uh, impacts. So it's a, it's a real problem. So you've definitely laid out the, the challenge here. From, from a general um, perspective, from a city's general perspective, uh, without the technology and, and, you know, application of AI that Voda brings to a city, how does a city uh, handle this? Is it only reactive? In other words, you, you fix the pipe when it, when it breaks? Uh, not only reactive, although that tends to be the predominant mode of dealing with uh, aging infrastructure. Uh, a number of utilities will and cities will proactively replace pipes based on their age, uh, 
or based on a history of prior breaks. What mm. we've been able to demonstrate is that using artificial intelligence, machine learning specifically, we uh, can predict uh, likelihood of failure up to 10 times more accurately than even a, com even a combination of age and prior breaks. And so uh, there are other techniques that uh, utilities use, but the, the reality is that it costs so much to replace these pipes, only about one or 2% of the pipes are being replaced proactively by those utilities that have the resources to do that. Hmm. Otherwise, as you say, it's just reactive. And if I understand it correctly, number one, it's a huge expense to replace them or, or repair them. But uh, if 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 your technology is 10 times more accurate in identifying which pipes need to be replaced, that means that one tenth or, or um, you know, one in every 10 that is probably pr uh, replaced is actually needed to be replaced, meaning that those utilities are and, and cities are spending a lot of money replacing pipes that might not need to be replaced yet. Well, there's nothing more frustrating for a utility or a city to, than to dig up a pipe proactively, to, thinking that it needs to be replaced, and take one look at it and see this pipe has many, many years of re remaining useful life. And that's money that's, that's wasted. It's money that could have been well spent on other pipes. Other things that utilities are finding. If, if I may just interrupt, there yeah. is one thing that's more frustrating than that. And that's being the person sitting in the car stuck in gridlock traffic because the road's being torn up when it didn't need to be. <laughs> exactly. It's frustrating when it needs it. But when it doesn't need it, that's even more frustrating. Most people don't know that it doesn't need it when that happens, but it's it's a challenge. The other thing we're finding is that utilities uh, are making just they're making smarter decisions. One of our one of our customers uh, in a city in Washington State um, uh, gets notice every year of, of by the uh, city of what. God, should they? Jim, Jim, we lost you there for a second. Oh. Uh, you was, that's all right. Tell, just repeat what you were just saying about uh, Washington State. As a city in Washington State uh, that's using our tool to help make smarter decisions about when to replace the pipes, everyone is using our tool to, for that purpose. But when the, the city decides to repave streets, that's an ideal time to consider replacing the pipes. This utility was uh, faced with uh, un, a repaving a project and decided just automatically they would replace those pipes. Then they hired us and asked us retroactively to evaluate the pipes that they replaced because they looked pretty good. And it turns out that those pipes were nowhere near the top of our list. Mm. I mean, we, we rank every single pipe segment that a utility has. And wow. so we can let them know that this pipe should be replaced when the road is dug up or not.
So it, it's a way to spend your money more wisely, uh, honestly. Utility. Yeah, absolutely. That, that's very utility, by the way, got their board to approve the largest capital budget in their history for replacing uh, pipes uh, because they, they could, the board could see how beneficial it was to have a scientifically based tool that gives uh, people insights on what's likely to happen. Well, as they say, data is the new oil, right? Uh, right. And it's worth its weight in oil. For sure, for sure. And so, the, technology, the technology's gotten so much better. I mean, machine learning can take thousands of variables and find patterns that are, uh, humans are just incapable of seeing uh, and identify the likelihood of failure. So, on that point, walk us through a little bit. What what does it mean to have Voda AI um, operating in in a city? Um, how do what does that process look like? We ask the utilities to give us some basic information on their infrastructure, pipe size, material, age, um, failure history. With that, we combine it with environmental data like the type of soil, the weather. Uh, any seismic activity, even traffic, uh, you know, if you're next to a railroad or mm -hmm. uh, a superhighway, uh, all of those are variables that help to predict the likelihood that a pipe is going to fail uh, in, the, in the future. And so and we've also created some proprietary variables uh, that we found also help improve the accuracy. So, for example, we can we can determine the elevation of both ends of a pipe, uh, and then we use simple trigonometry to calculate the slope of that pipe. And it turns out that the slope makes a difference, uh, and it makes sense. You know, the lower end of that pipe has more pressure than the upper end of that pipe, so uh, it's a variable, one of hundreds that go into our soup that helps us to predict. With uh, total aside, but I will Vista Costabile, my my uh, high school calculus teacher, would be proud to know that for the first time since his calculus class, I used trigonometry, uh, calculating the angle I needed to cut a cabinet uh, toe kick. <laughs> so there is a use for trigonometry. I there is. <laughs> That's right. Uh, so, in in terms of the process, I mean, it's it's actually a really simple process. It's just analyzing data. It's simple for the utility. Yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I would not encourage utility to try to develop the skill set internally to do this. Sure, no, no. I just meant to to um, to actually use this Voda AI system. It's It's quite simple to do. Oh, it's very simple. And yeah. in fact, we give them a user interface that gives them um, a geographical image of every pipe in their uh, domain, uh, and they can drill down on any one of those pipes, and we can identify the top 1%, 2%, 10%, 50% by risk. And we add not only likelihood of failure, but we uh, in include the consequence of failure. You know, if mm -hmm. the if the pipe is in front of a hospital, that that's more important than if it's you know out by a farm. 
not that farms aren't important, but if it's a rural area, sure. there's likely to be less impact uh, yep. on, on that failure. I mean, I'll be honest with you, I'm, I'm struggling to understand why somebody wouldn't be using Vota AI, given the, the business case for it, given the consumer protection and, and uh, customer service side of it, given the city savings side of it and the economic development uh, costs that could have otherwise been incurred by shutting down a business or a street or whatnot. Um, it, it's, it seems to me to be one of those few no-brainers. Um, that exists. We think we think so. I mean, it's going to save cities a ton of money and work and overtime, and it, it can only be beneficial. And the cost is is really quite reasonable. We 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 sell a, an annual subscription that the city can renew or not, and and we give them a quarterly updates um, because weather changes by season and. Um, you know the pipes are getting a little older every three months, and so we want we want to make sure they have the most up-to-date information for making smart decisions. Well, on that note, for anybody who is interested in learning more about uh, Voda or Voda.ai, uh, how can they they learn more or reach out? Well, they can go to our website, www.voda.ai, search for artificial intelligence, and uh, they can reach out to me directly at jim at voda.ai, uh, or um, just ask for a call back from the website. We're uh, eager to spread this value uh, across the globe, and, uh, and we're already getting uh, a lot of customers in the U.S. and uh, we're starting to get some international customers as well. It's a it's a well, global, global problem. It, absolutely, I mean there isn't a, a developed country or city in the world that doesn't have water pipes as part of its critical infrastructure. Um, and the water loss is really quite significant. In the U.S., it's about 20 percent of all the water that's been sourced and treated and distributed gets lost. I mean, can you imagine if Walmart was losing 20% of their or merchandise? I mean, right. heads would roll. It's just um, unfathomable. And it's, and it's higher in many other countries. Uh, well, and as you point out, loss of 20% of drinkable water is right now in the u.s for instance we totally take that for granted but water is becoming a scarce resource uh more scarce by the day uh, so this becomes a, a life saving uh tool at some point uh, just by providing drinking water um water is an essential yeah. so we need it to, to survive so, and, and the potable water on the planet is only about 2% uh, of all the water on the planet. So that means it's really scarce. Mm -hmm. and, and, well, Jim, thank you for not only joining us today, but for all the work that you, George, and the whole team have done to, to, to save our water supply and, and to protect our gr groundwater infrastructure and and just keeping our cities uh, running smoothly so that we can take it for granted um, and enjoy that t tap water and, and uh, warm shower.
That's right. Thank you very much uh, again for having me on. Absolutely. We look forward to hearing from you again. Okay, Mike. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to this episode of Preview of Tomorrow. Listeners like you are essential to advancing our efforts to drive resiliency and sustainability for all. I ask that you give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or whichever streaming platform you prefer. Your feedback helps us to grow and share these brief previews of what life in the future can be. In addition to thanking our guest today, I want to thank Peter Roy and Demetria Bridges for making this podcast possible. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and encourage others to also join us each week in previewing the possibilities of tomorrow. Preview of Tomorrow is brought to you by Leading Cities, a global nonprofit driving resilience and sustainability for all by unleashing the potential of the world's cities. Join them at leadingcities.org.